0: You're now listening to The Self-Development Collective, a podcast and community full of inner work and self-development ideas to help us get unstuck and become the person we truly want to be. Hi guys, and welcome to The Self-Development Collective. So today we're going to discuss a hard topic, which is how learning to say sorry first can transform your relationship. And I am saying this from first-hand, learnt the hard way experience. Um, But in saying that, I think it's been one of the key things that has helped me to communicate better in the relationship, to keep my defences down when we're having discussions, to really make sure that I'm open and acknowledging my husband's feelings when he's having chats with me about things. But also, I think... Honestly, knowing when to say sorry helps me know also when not to because I'm not always trying to be on the defense and not always trying to avoid the sorry. So how does saying sorry first transform a relationship? Because I think saying sorry first is a really interesting experience because oftentimes we think that if we say sorry first... We're allowing that person's behavior we're letting them get away with it we're being the soft one um, and in previous relationships I've not really considered saying sorry first as something um, I always waited for the other person to acknowledge their behavior first and I used to have arguments with my ex- partner that would last days. Um, I remember we actually had one argument where we didn't speak for two days and with my husband we have had arguments and not spoken for a day and taken time out and things like that but i think in saying that the arguments can sometimes the breaks in arguments can usually come or the need to have a break can also just come from plain exhaustion on on each of each of our own fronts just in a general sense so how does saying sorry first um help us to overcome or transform our relationship especially when it comes to arguments consistent arguments um, when we feel like perhaps our partner doesn't see our side and never apologizes so here's something I've learned when it comes to saying sorry it really helps for us to shift our inner perspective on what that means and again this can be applied to to any relationship it's not necessarily about the, the um, having saying sorry to your partner it could be in friendships it could be with family relationships there's so many areas where saying sorry first is undervalued in my experience so why don't we say sorry first? And again, it's going back to that thing of feeling like we're caving to the other person's wants or needs, um, feeling as though we're letting them get away with behavior. And for me, it's really helped to shift that perspective. So for me, I've started to see saying sorry in a different way um, and acknowledge it as something that helps me to take personal responsibility for my behavior. I think the biggest thing is when we sit with something and it really doesn't resonate with us, when Parts of our behavior, you know, we feel disappointed or frustrated. Or sometimes we get defensive and we don't say sorry because we don't want to sit in that place of sort of shame um, where we recognize that our behavior could have been different, it could have been better. So for me, sitting in that place helps me when I just know that I, it help, that to me is a sign that my behavior, that there's something I feel I need to say sorry for. So sorry, I think saying sorry first is really an opportunity and an acknowledgement of our behavior, and it reflects our ability not to let the other person get away with something, or to be the too easy one, or the one that always apologizes first. I think it's just honestly a reflection of the fact that we're able to reflect and take responsibility for our own actions, not wait for someone else's actions to justify or Uh, Be the catalyst to that. So, usually when we wait for the other person to say sorry, our defenses drop, right? Because now we're like, okay, well, they're saying sorry. We should probably say sorry for things that we've done, and then we self reflect. And something that helped me to shift the relationship with myself and also with my husband was not wait for the other person's behavior to change to say sorry when it was a thing of my own behavior, that I had to take responsibility for my own behavior. Because here's the thing, right? When we're asking someone else to apologize for their behavior and we're not doing or willing to do the same we're asking someone to do something that we wouldn't do ourselves and that's the real challenge now I'm not talking about when you like maybe you're someone that does say sorry first um, and doesn't get that back that's a separate situation I'm more referring to the fact if you feel as though you're someone that takes a while to apologize and you wait for the other person to acknowledge it out of fear that you'll become the person that always says sorry for it first or out of stubbornness and again perhaps that's just a reflection of past experiences past family relationships uh, past relationships in general um, I think it's good to reflect on that and see whether that's p- playing on your decision but when I started to just take responsibility for my own behavior and stopped waiting for him to acknowledge things, um, that really shifted because I was able, again, to take responsibility for myself, for my own behaviour and understand that me saying sorry had nothing to do with the other person's behaviour, it has to do with my own. If I feel there is something that I need to apologise for and I feel as though, you know, in my heart of hearts, so to speak, that my behaviour has not been a true reflection of my knowledge and what I know I could do better – Um, then that's when I know it's time for me to apologize regardless of whether my husband has apologized or not yet or the person in this relationship that I'm referring to in general hasn't apologized yet. I don't wait for the other person's behavior or the other person to adjust their behavior in a way that I think they should before I acknowledge my own because again we can't, you know, it's, it, that's the challenge. We ask people to make those changes before we're willing to ourselves. And so I found when I take responsibility for my behavior, it's never ended up in a situation where I'm always the one apologizing first. If anything, I think it's set an example in those relationships of how far we're willing to go to acknowledge our own behavior to take responsibility for ourselves and encourage the other person to do it as well. So saying sorry first is not a downfall. It's not a weakness. It's not a situation where we are going to become the one that always apologizes. Again, it's about self-responsibility, self-assertiveness, self-reflection, looking back and saying, hey, you know what? I could have done better here for ourselves, not for the other person. It's about whether we're living up to the expectations and standards and values that we set for ourselves, not whether the other person is doing that. Um, And that's the most important point when it comes to saying sorry. So I want to give you a funny story about that because, you know, sometimes too, we think that we need to say sorry as soon as the situations happen or just after. And fact of the matter is, in my experience too, saying sorry, no matter how late it is, has always been valued by my husband and he's always appreciated it. And when I have been able to acknowledge my behavior and apologize to him, the defenses come down. And again, the communication shifts because when I self-reflect and I'm not afraid to self-reflect and take responsibility, it's kind of like we inspire or encourage the other person to do the same. And again, we're in a space where we're not looking for them to do that. We're just looking to take responsibility for our own behavior, our own experiences and uphold our our own standards for ourselves, right? Again, going back to that self-esteem, self-respect, knowing when it's time for us to say sorry because something doesn't resonate with us. Um, And usually, like I know for for myself and my husband, that just has helped us both to keep the defences down in arguments and really understand and say sorry when we both feel we need to rather than, again, waiting for the other person to apologise. So we had a fin- like an interesting situation where such a small thing but this is exactly what i mean usually we like when we have a situation where we're having an argument and we don't feel like we're in the wrong we don't feel like we need to apologize but then a couple of days later we're like oh I, I saw I saw his point I know that happens to me not all the time but obviously you know there are times where I need to apologize there are times where perhaps his apology comes first it just depends on the situation what's happening and whose point of view um I suppose who's able to come across and value the point of view in a different way and for me, this one was definitely on my end, my behaviour. I'd gotten the dog this treat and we had someone in the office who was doing work, um, like just installing things and the dog treat really smelt and my partner's a tradey, and he was like, I really don't, like that's really disrespectful of the space that that person's in. You're giving the dog a treat, it really smells and it did, it smelt out like the whole room. It was like a, um, it was a dog treat but it was like a shark tail or something so it really smelt really bad and um, he was really annoyed and he... He wanted me to get the stuff out and he was really upset about it. And he was like, again, it's this person's working in this space. And I was like, the dog's really anxious. I want to give him these treats. And it's the smallest thing, right? So anyways, obviously I didn't change my behavior. I just left the dog with the treats and he was frustrated. Uh, two days later, I come into the office and no doubt he's absolutely right. Because he kept saying all day how bad the, the room smell and how the, the um the tree had smelt the house out and i was like stop complaining you're just complaining about it so then i'd come back i came back two days later and i was like oh he's right the house stinks this smell is not getting out i can't get rid of it so i had to take the treats out and i had to you know put some extra stuff to make it smell nicer and i went back to him and i said hey i went into the office and i finally get what you're saying i'm really sorry it did smell it out and and yeah i agree with you i think i should have just been a bit more respectful of the space And he turned around and said to me, thanks, I appreciate it. You know, working as a tradie, I found it a bit frustrating when people weren't respectful of the spaces we were working in and when they weren't very hygienic and they smelt. And I think it's just a thing to respect the space that the person's working in. And he kind of explained it as well. And both our defences were down and it was a genuine conversation. This is just like a small argument that we had but again, it goes back to seeing how the communication is different. So when I was able to come back, even if it was a couple days later and say, sorry, you know what? I recognize this. I recognize that. Or I remember this. Or I see your point of view now. It really helps the other person to feel listened to. And then their defenses drop. And they're like, okay, look, this is just my train of thinking. This was how I was feeling. And again, opens up the doors to communicate differently to your partner. So I think it's... Um, really really helpful to remember that we can only be responsible for our own behavior so it's only up to us to apologize when we've done wrong and we tend to in arguments focus on the other person's behavior and again just not want to be vulnerable by being the one that says sorry first and as hard as it has been it's definitely transformed our relationship and our communication because I'm able to then come back and say, hey you know what I finally saw your perspective and he feels listened to and vice versa, which he has definitely come forward at times and apologized um, and said he's understood my perspective and I felt heard and listened to and again it stops the defenses from coming up because when we wait for the other person to apologize, we're a expecting them to do something we're not willing to do ourselves and B our own defenses are coming up along with theirs because we're both in a place where we're like well you we're not saying I'm not saying sorry till you do. Um, and that doesn't really, it focuses so much on the behavior and doesn't allow us to get into the feelings behind that behavior. So when I was able to acknowledge the fact that I felt in this situation, that I I owed him an apology. Um, it helped us again, get into the feelings of the situation, the thinking behind the situation, the thinking behind his response and helped me to understand, um, certain things that he needed, that I needed to understand. And again, this is just a small example of the type of arguments that we can have, but this has helped on large scale arguments as well. It's helped when we've had huge blowouts and then I've had to come back to them and say, you know what, we had an argument once about me forgetting a part of a conversation, which I genuinely forgot. And I came back to him, and said, I'm really, really sorry. I do remember this part of this conversation. I still don't remember the other, but I remember this. And he appreciated that. He appreciated me coming back and acknowledging my behavior and being honest about where I felt I needed to apologize. And really in my experience, that's only encouraged him to do the same in situations. And again, help us to connect better, communicate better and feel more heard out. So if you're having an argument with your partner and you're waiting for them to say sorry because you feel really hurt but perhaps there's areas of the argument or, the, or perhaps there's areas of the way you communicated that you know you could have done differently don't wait for the other person to say sorry because we can only be responsible for our own behaviour and it's really important that if we're asking people to take responsibility, we take responsibility ourselves. Sometimes in arguments with our partners, again, we tend to really over-focus on what they're doing and forget that we're in control of our behaviour and we spend a lot of time ty- trying to control theirs when really controlling ours apologizing when we need to being open about our communication only sets the example for the other person um, and also shows that we're willing to meet halfway Um, and it does it doesn't mean that you'll do that constantly it just again sets the tone for the the relationship to feel a different level of safeness a different level of connection um, helps that person feel like they'll be understood more so perhaps maybe again they'll be more open to apologizing when they need to um, and vice versa. So that's just another simple, uh, simple way that we can transform our relationships. Don't undervalue the power of saying sorry first, taking responsibility, and setting that example in the relationship. Because it's not a bad thing to put ourselves out there first. It's actually quite a courageous thing, and it's it's the harder thing to do, really, in my opinion. It's been the harder thing to do rather than holding the grudge, not speaking, and dragging those arguments out just to prove a point. Um, sometimes saying sorry again and pe- taking responsibility and and being an example of that goes a longer way in the relationship and really helps both both of us to move forward so I hope that that um, this episodes helped um, as I always say take what resonates leave what doesn't and doing this type of work again is what we're going to be doing in the membership we're going to be doing inner relationships and then shifting to outer relationships because you know relationships are really important to the quality of our lives where beings that want to connect. Um, it's such a human part of us, such a great part of us that can make life so much more fulfilling and rich for all of us. So if this is um, the type of content that you like as well and you feel like you want more um, help on communication and out of, out of relationships, then this is something we'll be going through in the membership as well because that's all part of us helping to shift our self-esteem and make changes based around that self-esteem and also just make our lives better by having better quality relationships. So again, take what resonates, leave what doesn't. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and I'll catch you in the next one.